Welcome to Women of Grace in the Marketplace on TalkEerie.com. Here's Janelle Keith and Lori Clapper. Today we're talking about words and the power of them. And uh, you and I, Lori, we both subscribe to this word for a year. So today we're going to talk about what our words are. Yeah, you know what? Up until about eight years ago, I had never heard of such a thing. I didn't know people did that. I think until I met you, Janelle. I think that's yeah. the first time I he- I'd heard about anyone having a word. You know, you hear people making New Year's resolutions or setting goals for the new year, but I'd never heard of anyone having a word for the year. It's interesting. And I just came across it, I'm I'm sure, on Instagram or something like that, that it just thought, I, that's an interesting concept. What would that be like to focus on one year, one word for a year? And me being a word nerd, I have to... I go for it. You know, I just say, well, why not? Why not try it? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I did. And I looked back in my journal and Lori, I've been doing a word of the year for 12 years. Wow. 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 You have a lot of words. Yeah. There's a lot of words, a lot of years. And I bet it's interesting to look back on, on your thoughts on those words through the years too. It is. And you know, the process is evolving as we speak, you know, every year it's a different process that I walk through. And of course, we're relating all this to our spiritual life where, you know, God shows you things in in those specific words. You think, oh, I know all about that word. But uh, oh, no, you don't. You, there's, <laughs> there's, there's always something to learn about everything. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you learn something new every day. And, you know, I, a colleague of mine uh, here at the radio station I'm at was we were talking about our words and both of our words for 2022 are very um, offensive words. And yeah. and even in some other people we've talked to, we're on the offense because we've been on the defense for the past two years during this pandemic, like seriously mm. on the defense. And sure. a lot of other people kind of agreed, like, you know what? Yeah. And we're hearing these other words come out and very offensive, which is a good thing, which is a good mm-hmm. thing, sometimes a scary thing. But yeah. I think we're kind of all ready to just break out of the blur that 20 and 20 and 2021 can, ha, has been and, and continues to be a little bit in 2022. But I think we're all kind of just set to make this a year that we kind of break through, you know? Right. I, I, I understand the feeling you're trying to convey there because we're just it seems like collectively we're digging our heels in and saying, OK, you're not going to get the best of us this time. You know, right. this year. We're going to give it all we got, you know, as if we haven't been, but we have, you know, but this is like, we know what we're up against. We know how to deal with this. Let's just dig our heels in and go. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's make this new year new and fresh and, you know, let's learn some new things and and do some new things. Right. Yeah. And that's very goal oriented. You know, you, you, you've got a vision of what you'd like your future to look like. And we're just pulling out all the stops and going for it. And that's. That's very goal-driven. I love it. I love it. So what your word is? My word is unshaken. Oh, what a great word. What a great word. It was not even on my radar, Janelle. Like not even until the probably the past two months. Maybe Mm -hmm. even shorter than that. I'm trying to even remember when it first caught my eye. It seemed like I was being drawn to uh, devotionals and reading and scripture reading about... uh, Daniel in the Bible, about Joseph in the Bible and the trials that they went through and how um, 
you know, Joseph was abandoned. He was neglected. He was uh, blamed, accused, you know, jailed, all this stuff. And of course, we know Daniel, he was being blamed for things he never did and ended up in the lion's den. But, but through that, they had an unshakable hope in God. Yes, and, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at some point, as I, in my daily readings and things, I just realized, I'm like, wow, like everything I'm reading and even hearing on the radio sometimes when I'd be listening on my way to work had to do with that same theme. And then I realized mm-hmm. I had three, I had like two or three Bible plans on my Version app that had the, either the word unshaken or unshakable in the title, which was like, hey. okay, God, I, I see you. <laughs> I see what's happening here. <laughs> Just so happens, Kristen Kane just wrote, released a book uh, called Unshaken, Unshakable. Yeah. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah, and uh, I've seen a devotional book, and uh, yeah, I've really been tempted to buy it myself. But the whole thing of, I think this is just kind of an attitude of our society is that, yeah, we've had some tough years. Let's acknowledge that and but in spite of those tough years we are picking up the pieces and we're moving on we're ready to move on so yeah. i love it i love your word yeah <laughs> and it you know i i took pause at one point when i decided that that was my word thinking that that's a scary word like what's gonna happen like what exactly what's in my future that i'm gonna be unshaken I'm, yeah <laughs> I'm a, and you can take it that way you, too you for can sure take mm-hmm. it that way but i you know i turned my thoughts around and i said you know what no it's been a really tough two years not only in the world and just experiencing mm-hmm. what everyone else is experiencing with the pandemic but also personally we had a lot of personal challenges in our family and like you know what as the scripture says in genesis and the story of joseph what you meant for evil God mm-hmm. has used it for good. And that's what my, I'm claiming, that God is going to use all those experiences and all the hardships and the challenges and the tears and, <laughs> and uh, the chaos, so to speak, and, and to use all that for good in this coming year. So that's how I'm claiming my word unshaken this year. I love it. I love that. And I love that in this process, usually year after year, God brings a verse that confirms the word that you are to focus on and um he does that for me every year at least and uh, i don't take that lightly i think i take that as something that he wants me to know about this principle that he's trying to teach me and he always blows my mind (laughs) blows it right out of the box and just says oh you think you know what this word means let me just tell you my definition of what this word means and what I have planned for you. And it's always been a great process for me to do this word of the year thing. Okay. So on that note, Janelle, what is your word for 2022? Oh, well, another word that I never thought I would choose, and it was not of my choosing. That's how you know it's from God. It's just like, that's not, that's not that one the first on my top 10. No, uh-uh. <laughs> my word is risk. Now, right before this podcast I knew we were going to talk about this I thought well I'm just going to see what how risk is defined and I did not like what I saw (laughs) I did did not like it because just like you were saying earlier you can take it in a positive or a negative way and the negative um, it's exposing yourself to danger that was the first definition I ran across I'm thinking (gasps) 
I don't want this to be a nail biting year at all, you no. know, but um, then I thought, okay, I'm going to read some more because there's always two opinions on the internet or more, right? So I went and I found a different, uh, more positive definition of risk. A risk is a, any condition, event, occurrence, or situation that provides a possible positive impact for a project or enterprise. Now, I like that better. <laughs> yes. I, I, well, I would have to agree with you. Yes. But it does mean that things uh, more or less would be stretched or tested. And that's where I came up with my verse, which uh, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. That is in James uh, one, I believe. And, um, so I'm very, yeah, James one, three. So I, I can deal with that. I, I think I can accept that word, you know, because I always want my faith to grow. And I know there's areas in my life where I need to expose myself to the character of God. So I'm in for it. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with the word, but there's been so many times that I didn't want to accept the word that God gives you. And people ask, well, how do you know it's from God or if it's just one you didn't dream up? And I thought, well, usually it comes at a point, just like you were saying, um, when you least expect it. And then you're not even thinking about, oh, I need a word for the year and really stressing over it. And I've done that before, that it just drops into your head and you think, oh, God's prompting me to explore this word with him. And I take it as a very positive experience. Yeah, I would agree. It has been a positive experience. And sometimes it leads not exactly where you think it will. Like no. you said, you don't have a complete understanding of what that word is and maybe God's view of that word. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's been challenging. Sometimes it's been very rewarding and just... Mm -hmm. Perhaps it's a word that's just a good reminder for you. Maybe you really stink at something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, okay, good. all right, you need a little bit more work in this area. So I'm going to make right. that your word to constantly think about for a year. And you're like, yeah. really, God? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? But, you know, mm -hmm. you know, that's always a good thing in the long run, though, whether it's a scripture or something you declare over your life, you know, you're going to be stretched, Absolutely. like you said, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'll, I'll admit, I'll be the first to say I need to grow in my faith, you know, because we think, yes, we are supposed to come to God with childlike faith. Yes, I agree 100 percent. But it is our responsibility to grow in our faith. It is we're to take on the disciplines that in, encourage and invest in ourselves in the faith matters. And so um, I, that's another one of those things that I take very seriously. I said, oh, God needs me to know about this. I'm going to find out all I can about it. So, yeah. And, and it if, remains positive that way. <laughs> yes, we got to take it the positive route. We don't know what God's going to do. And, and maybe no. you've never had you're listening and you've never had a word of the year and maybe you were like me several years ago never heard of the concept before and you're thinking hey this might be a good idea well i will encourage you to keep listening to our show women of grace in the marketplace we have to go to a quick break and we'll be right back with a couple of our listeners words of the year we're going to talk a little bit about that so stay tuned
I'm Lori Clapper, along with my co-host, Danelle Keith. On this episode of Women of Grace in the Marketplace, we're talking about our words for the year. This might be a totally new concept for you. Maybe you were like me seven, eight years ago, never heard of anyone choosing a word for the year, and you're intrigued by it. And that's good. We hope to encourage you to perhaps even halfway through January, get a word for the year. There's still plenty of time, right, Janelle? It, it's it's not too late. Yes, I mean, I count all the month of January to discover that word and explore it with God and ask Him what you think your word of the year should be. If you have no idea what this process is, He will let you know yeah. for sure. He will give you a word, and uh, the purpose of it is just to focus on that word and explore the true meaning of it, you know, search it in scripture, walk with God in that word, just to, you know, see what he has to say about it. That's what I like to do. Uh, I'm on version a lot. There's tons of Bible plans that are, deal with specific words like this, and you can find it's a wealth of topics on oh, there. But yeah. in, I always consider this uh, process a growing experience, like we were talking about in our first segment, that... Um, yeah, there's always something to learn about life, right? And uh, this is one of the, the pleasure things that I look forward to every year to say, I wonder what my word of the year is going to be for next year, you know? And so, yeah, I make it a prayer and yeah. I just, you know, seek God in it. So uh, y- you mentioned before yours is... Unshaken. And mine is risk. So they're kind of like on that same level of not... Dealing with uncertainty for sure, you know, it, that's understandable with the last two years that we've gone through. But mm-hmm. uh, definitely, we're interested in what your word of the year is if you're listening today, and we'd love to know that. So email us at women of grace in the marketplace at gmail.com because we would love to talk about it too. Yeah, for sure. Now, we have had a couple people call in with their words, Janelle, and Tanya called in, and her word is determined because I I want to get my life back. I want to be able to get out there and do the things I used to do. I used to be an RN and I worked in dialysis. I ran around with my head chopped off. Um, I raised two kids alone. I went to college and now I'm isolated. I stay home, hardly go out. I try to do things for groups, you know, like the Valentine's I do, and I do cards for the VA, and, you know, things like that I try to do, and things for the Sunshine Group, but it's not what I wanted to do, or what I feel I'm supposed to be doing. I feel like I'm supposed to be uh, doing something more, because I used to, you know, the homeless, and things like that that I would take care of, and I'm not doing any of that now, and I'm determined that next year I'm going to get back out there. I'm going to get myself back in where I can be doing what I need to be doing uh, in helping people. All right, so there Tanya was. She was active. She was a nurse. She was running around doing a lot of good things, and now uh, the past year or two she's been very isolated. Well, that's 
that's been common with the pandemic, but some physical ailments have kind of isolated her in the house. And I I love, I love, love, love that she wants to turn that around. Again, a very offensive word, right? (laughs) Not offensive Mm -hmm. as of, Mm -hmm. you know, I got to plug my ears, but we're on the offense, getting our lives back. Yeah. And that is, that's, that's a great point. Take back your life. You know, God has handed us all these days, you know, 360 some now, you know, so it's just like, take advantage of that. You're alive. You survived some really tough years. Yes, we all know that. So do what you can to improve yourself and better yourself as a person. And when people do that collectively, we're going to be better people of God. And give a better witness and and show the world that yes jesus is the answer yeah and what what a great word that tanya has determined so she is Mm. ready i could tell by her voice that she was just ready to do the things she loves and it sounds like she really has a gift of helps and it's when you have that gift and you can't help you feel helpless (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah Uh, so Mm -hmm. i'm Mm -hmm. so glad tanya that uh, you are able uh to to declare this of your life and I we will be praying for you that that it will come to fruition and and I, I'm sure it will if you depend on God this year for it absolutely yes so uh, up next we have Amanda she has a proclamation or a declaration over her life so Amanda what is that my word for 2022 is pretty simple with a complicated answer I'm choosing health I'm a single mom of three kids, and I've realized I've always put them first, kind of like the whole burnt toast thing. Like everybody else gets better care than me, and I'm behind on doctor's appointments and all of that stuff because everyone else gets my priorities. And in 2022, I'm realizing I need to focus on my own health. It's not about losing weight and hitting a number on a scale, but it's just about putting healthy things in my body, doing healthy things with my body, and thinking healthy things mentally and even spiritually. Wow, that's a lot to take on. (laughs) It is. You know, and I have not fully explored the uh, dimensions of self-care, but you know, because there's that superficial, oh yeah, we all need to take care of ourselves. But I think really God's Word calls us to do that. We are housing the Holy Spirit. And so when you take that seriously, it is, we do need to pay attention to ourselves. We do need to invest in uh, proper foods, good foods that are are, are going to build up your body and not tear down your body and uh, maintain those bodily functions that you have to have. We have to get a the right amount of sleep for us, yep. you know, and God did not program us to go 24 seven, you know, at a hundred miles an hour. No, he created rest. And so that means more than a Sunday afternoon nap. I mean, so it is, we have to retrain ourselves to not be, you know, workaholics and, uh, people that are so obsessed with, uh, all the things in the world and just give some, space for God to work and self-care mm-hmm. is a part of that. I truly believe it. Yeah. We kind of brush it over to the side, especially as women, because yeah. we feel guilty mm-hmm. about taking care of our, just like Amanda, she probably felt a little guilt about taking care of herself because there was so much her kids needed, her husband needed, but here she is missing mm-hmm. doctor's appointments, not getting sleep. And, and those things sound so simple, but yeah. it has to be very intentional. So 
that was really cool. I like to hear that it wasn't some fancy diet. It wasn't over-the-top mm-hmm. stuff. Just the everyday simple things to make sure her health is on point, that her mental health is on point. I mean, come on. We all know in our heads that if we are doing the good things for us, that we can be good for everybody else. But somehow exactly. we just don't. We still don't do it. <laughs> I know, yeah, and there's that guilt factor that creeps in every time, you know, we think, oh, I should do this for myself, or I need to take a little five minutes for myself, and as as moms and wives, we are bad about that, not putting ourselves first, but I learned in my weight loss uh, journey, Lori, and that, that I tell people this all the time, they say, how did you do it, and I said, (laughs) I had to put myself first on that list, and uh, I had to decide that I could not be the wife and mom I needed to be if I didn't take care of myself first. And that on the, on the get-go, it sounds so selfish, but it's not selfish when you're letting God heal and restore you to the position and where you're supposed to be serving your family and the world. So um, I have a way different attitude about it now that it is one of the most important things we can do to be of service to our neighborhood and to our church and to our families is to, and to God, that it's a way of honoring what he's given us, the resources he's given us. It's a way of honoring him. And he's entrusted us with this wealth of health. And we need to take advantage of that to say, I've got to take care of myself. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I learned that um, probably, I don't want to say much sooner than some moms and wives do, but for many years, my husband was going to school and working two jobs and I was by myself a lot with the kids and Mm -hmm. I I was totally about them. Like it was hard to take time for myself. And I was fortunate. We did have family that did help out a lot with the, with the little ones. But, but after that season of life, I'm like, you know what? I got to take some of me back again. Yeah. And again, you you Mm -hmm. feel that little bit of guilt, but I said, I I have to learn Mm -hmm. to take care of myself and do the, do the things, you know, get my nails done, get my hair done. You know, I never cancel a hair appointment because that's, you know, a couple hours out of my life (laughs) that I have to myself to gab with the girls. So, so that was when I really learned after however many years that was, it was, it was quite a few years that I'm like, okay, I'm done running for everybody else at all time, but not... Uh, being there for myself and making sure that mm-hmm. I'm healthy and in a good place mm-hmm. mentally and physically uh, so so that I can be a better person for everybody else. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, and the Bible calls us to love. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and Jesus made it very simple. He says, love God, love others. You know, and so if we can't take care of ourselves and love ourselves, we can't love our neighbor, right? No, it says love our neighbors yeah. as ourselves, right? <laughs> exactly. We can't love our family right. We can't love God right if mm-hmm. we're not taking care of what he has entrusted us with. And I'm a firm believer in self-care. I should be a, a, a bigger practicer of that <laughs> than I am because I run myself ragged all the time. But the Bible, Bible also says, be still and know that I am God. Now, he didn't say be, be busy. and know me (laughs) right says be still that's right great great point Janelle and on that note we are going to go to a break thank you so much for listening to women of grace in the marketplace on talk eerie we'll be right back 
are listening to Women of Grace in the Marketplace on Talk Erie. I'm Lori Clapper in Erie, Pennsylvania. Danelle's across the country in Oklahoma. And it seems like we're having the same weather, which is very strange to me. <laughs> it's, it's so incredibly cold here. I don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> You're a southerner. You always have warm weather, I thought. I know. In Oklahoma, uh, you never know. I mean, and it changes within five minutes. So it's just like we're used to that. But <laughs> these cold, frigid temperatures of 13 degrees, I am not. I will never get used to that. Yeah. Well, this I, is Alaska weather. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I should be used to it where I live, but I still am not. And I still don't like it. But we deal with it. <laughs> Because we have no choice. We are talking about our words for the year and encouraging you if you have never done it before. Perhaps this is the year for you to be on the offense. Take hold of a word that has meant a lot to you or perhaps God is teaching you about and and meditate on that throughout the year. So my word this year is unshaken. Janelle, yours is risk. So two kind of very strong words. So... (laughs) And we're, we're a little speechless because we're both, it's a little daunting for both of us. For our it is. It is. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I, know, I don't know what this means, but I guess, I guess we're going to find out, right? It has an aspect of uncertainty in each word, doesn't right. it? Yeah, and it does. It's just like, We've had enough of that. Right. (laughs) I know, right? So, so Janelle, you said you've been choosing words for 12 years now. 12 years. Can you believe it? I mean, Wow. So it's unbelievable, really. I really, and so many different words have passed through my head, through my heart. And I started out in 2011 with, with a, a word that I would wanted, I needed, I desperately craved it. And it was rest. I thought, oh, this is going to, I'm going to evolve. I'm all the things that I'm in, I'll probably, you know, stop and I'll just be still and know that he is God, right? You know, that verse I just spoke of, and it wasn't anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) It was not, it was not. And I truly, I can honestly say that first year doing this, I didn't really learn it to the nth degree that I like to learn things. And I said, oh yeah, that's, that's a fancy word, rest. That's my word. That's like, but I didn't really truly embrace the process. So it that's another thing that develops over the years is from doing this for a while. It, it's the process in which you're willing to go with God to discover the true meaning of what he has for you in that word. And so other words for me have been trust, which was a huge word for me and showed me incredible things with where I was not trusting God, then to replace my trust in him for those things. Uh, The next word was hope, which was a great year because he showed me, it was the year I went to India, and he showed me so many things that were hope-related and how hope can be such a life-saving measure to people that don't know it and how you can easily slip into hopelessness. And so it was so many great nuggets of wisdom comes from this process. I truly can't encourage you more with that, except to say, explore this word with God, and he will show you so many great and wonderful things. Sure. Do you have a more memorable word that you went through? I do. One of the standout words of the year was remain. Now, I really wrestled with God on this word 
because I didn't want any part of it because it, the reason I say that was because in my mind, my first thought about that word remain was being stuck and being uh, like stonewalled in that current state of affairs in which you find your life. And I just wrestled with God and said, I don't want that word. Are you sure you want that word for me? And uh, he says, yes. And I'm thinking, but it's, but look, what about all these other things, God? I don't want to be stuck. I don't want to. Be. I gave him all the reasons why I didn't need that word, right? <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. And of course I did because that's what I do. I like to argue. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept uh, saying that word over and over. I mean, that's all I could hear. I could not hear anything uh, other than that word. And so. It was finally one night I was just so beside myself saying, okay, God, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I just resisted it so much. I went to bed thinking, by the morning, I'm going to have a new word. I just know I am. I know God will give me a new word. Well, it was 3 o'clock in the morning. He wakes me up. And I, I've never heard the audible voice of God. But you know when he's in the room, right? And so woke me up from asleep and just said, your word is remain. And I'm going, are you sure, God? And he goes, you know, one more time, I'm thinking, if I can bargo one more time, <laughs> maybe he'll change his mind. I said, if you can give me an acronym with the word remain, I will accept this word. Like, like I have this to ask, God. I mean, seriously? <laughs> I love your negotiating I mean, power there, Janelle. I know, right? It's like, if I thought I could change God's <laughs> mind. So he said, get your pen and paper. I got up out of bed. I got a piece of paper and a pen, and I wrote down an acronym like that. Like in a second, it came. Mm. And the acronym was Remember Eternity Matters. So inferred. So abide intentionally now. And then he gave me John 15, 5, which is, yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit for apart from me you can do nothing and when i saw his purpose in that word remain i said okay god i get it i need to remain and i it was a great year it was such a great year he showed me so many things that's awesome and in fact it might be a book one day that's how strong that word came in because I, we can do nothing apart from god why do we think we can he showed me my weaknesses. He showed me my strengths. And again, like I said, it was a great year because I really felt like I got it that year. Like, okay, God, I need to know. I need to know these things. I need to grow and I will remain. So that's that kind of was a turning point for me in this process of doing Word of the Year was, okay, I accept. I'll just take it. <laughs> So I say that going into a word that is, is risk and this whole year still ahead is that, okay, God wants me to know something about this. I'll take up the challenge. Yeah. yeah. Well, risk and challenge kind of go hand in hand, yeah. I think. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I've had uh, seven, I think seven words or eight words and, and I was trying to list them, and I, I feel really badly. There's a few that are escaping me right now. I don't have access to any of notes or anything right now. But uh, so, as I said, my word for this year is unshaken. My word last year was obedience, 
And I struggled mm-hmm. with this one. I didn't know what my word was. Nothing was coming to me. And this was kind of a late-breaking word right as the new year was starting uh, in 2021. And, and this show is one of the fruits of the obedience word. <laughs> yes, and I'm very happy about that. Yes, because Janelle tends to like, we got to do this. Well, Janelle is an idea generator she, I mean, <laughs> constantly. And, and I'm always like, no, I do not have the time or the space to do anything else. And I, I kind of put it off for a long time. And, and so then obedience is my word. And about halfway through the year, <laughs> the door opened uh, to do this. Yep. So that, that was probably a major player in that word. Uh, the year mm-hmm. before, in 2020, you know, a big year for our nation and for the world, uh, was expectant. Mm-hmm expected yeah. so i don't know <laughs> that was crazy and you even had someone come and prophetically speak that word over you yes too. yes and and it was like that fall I, w- I was at a women's retreat a friend of mine was speaking so i went for the day and a girl mm-hmm. that i didn't even know well young woman that i didn't even know came up to me and she's like i feel like i need to tell you to expect you need to expect mm-hmm. and my jaw just dropped and i'm like you would have no idea of knowing this, but expectant is my word. So yeah, I feel wow. like it's still, I, you know, I think that's a good attitude to have anyway, whatever year exactly. it is, just to expect what God is doing, expect to yeah. uh, uh, learn and expect to grow. Uh, one mm-hmm. year was mantle. Um, yeah. That was kind of a daunting word too. You know, I, I had someone prof- kind of prophesy that word over me as well about the mantle I had on my shoulders. And then my very first word Janelle was a standout word for me, was, was one of my more memorable words because it was the first time that I had done this. We had just met not too long before this, probably just a few months before I decided to do this and found out that you did it. And right. so I've always known that I really stunk at joy. <laughs> and it, I know, I know you feel free to laugh at that because I always felt like I was a happy person. I like to laugh and but oh, yeah. to really find true joy, because mm-hmm. I'm kind of, kind of naturally a realist, maybe even a little bit of a pessimist in my own life, that joy just did not come very naturally to me. Right, and right. I didn't know during that time of year, it was probably during the start of the holiday season when I was stewing on this. And I'm like, I kept seeing the word joy everywhere. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, no. God, this is just because it's Christmas time. Of course, the word joy is going to be everywhere on billboards, on the television, you know, on our Christmas ornaments. (laughs) But it was it was like a lot like I'm thinking back to just this past Christmas season. I don't think I saw the word joy that much as I did, you know, that year. And so I had kept it to myself. I I didn't tell anybody because I was just really thinking about it. And I had gone out to eat with a friend. And as we were getting ready to leave, and she was throwing out her garbage. I was waiting for her and she abruptly turned around and started to sing the Sunday school song. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart <sighs> out loud in the restaurant by the garbage can. <laughs> she starts singing to me <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at her and she said, I'm just looking at her like, what in the world are you doing? She stopped and she said, Lori, I don't know why I just had this welling up inside me when I what, when I was with you today, I just felt like I had to sing this song to you about the joy, joy, joy being down in our hearts. And yeah. I just took pause there and I looked at her and said, again, 
you would have no idea of knowing this. This is the funniest thing. But the word joy is the word I'm considering for my very first word of the year. And I think you might have just confirmed that. I can't yeah. be certain. Well, yeah, I can be certain because who does that, right? <laughs> right. Uh, not only God does that. Yeah. yeah yep. And, and so that was just a memorable one. I mean, mostly because it was my first one. I knew it was something I really, really need to work on. And, and mm -hmm. I still do every day. I need to work on that. But just uh, how... <laughs> How it was confirmed just still mm -hmm. makes me smile, and it's a fond, a very fond memory uh, of um, how how God works in those in those funny little ways to confirm what a word of the year, and just how He confirms really anything. But uh, right. as we're talking about our words for the year, um, He knows us so well, doesn't He? He knows our insides and outsides, and all the things in between. And joy is an inside job, so you. He knows the areas in which we're challenged, in which we're weakened, and he builds us up. You know, that's the great thing about God is he loves us so incredibly that he loves us well. You know, he doesn't beat us up with our flaws. He just says, oh, come and, come and walk with me. You know, I'll show you some things. <laughs> and then he, he has such a gentle way of, of his demeanor with us. But he's a very polite father, too. So we can always count on him showing us our areas where we can be challenged and our faith can be tested and we can trust him for the things that we don't have for the things that don't come natural yeah and uh, yeah he fully completes us we just need to give him room so he can work you know right and then you know that was in a season of life when my kids were all in school and yeah. We were mm -hmm. running five different directions at a time, dividing and conquering constantly, not seeing each other very much. And it, mm -hmm. I mean, those are precious times. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I even miss it now that we're moving more and more out of that phase of life. But, but at the same time, it was just like, oh, sometimes just felt drudgery. Like, oh, I just want to sit down yeah. and, you know, so not only just joy is, is in the happiness, but joy is in the strength God gives us for the season we're in. Joy is in enjoying sitting at the gymnastics meet all day long, enjoying sitting mm -hmm. uh, at the baseball or softball game, even though you know yeah. you have a hundred things to do at home. So there was just that aspect that I know I really needed. I really needed at that time. Yeah, being present where your feet are. You yeah. know, that's that's exactly the thing that we have to learn constantly. You know, we're always either obsessing about the future or uh, avoiding the future, you know? And so we have to, we have to just learn to appreciate each day and the things in every day so that we can, um, yeah, live with joy because that's a fruit of the spirit. Who doesn't yeah. want that? We yeah. all want it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's a good point, Janelle. Maybe if you're, again, thinking about doing this, maybe look at the fruits of the spirit. Is there something that jumps out at you? Do you need self-control, more gentleness or kindness or love? Any of those are, are good ones to start with if God speaks to you Great about works. it, you yeah. know, <laughs> things we all need to work on. All right. So we're going to wrap up this episode of Women of Grace in the Marketplace in just a couple minutes. So stick with us. I hope you have enjoyed and have been encouraged by our words for the year. Women of Grace in the Marketplace. And 
welcome back to Women of Grace in the Marketplace. I'm Janelle Keith with Lori Clapper. We've been talking word of the year. Uh, Lori's word for this year is unshaken, and mine is risk. And, you know, through this podcast, this is going to sound weird, but I'm excited about risk now. I am excited about the word that God has brought to my year, only because I know this about God. He's an unchanging God. And he will always prove faithful in whatever he wants to show us. And what I've known from my past experience by doing this, and this is my takeaway, that he will always connect the dots. Whether you see the purpose of your word right now, that, that's the, not the important. You will know it by for, in some time later. I'm just going to give it that, that uh, he will make a way for your word and he will show you the purpose for it too. Yeah, and you were saying it was 2016 that your word remain was yeah, your word. Was, and, uh, and that was the year I struggled and I wrestled with God about mm-hmm. that word. And he proved faithful in that year. It was the year my parents died, both of them. Uh, my book went into the editing uh, process, and it was not a great experience. And then I found woven books. So it is... I needed to remain that year. I needed to remain close to God and attached to the vine, or I would not have been able to make it through that year. I mm. see that now. Yeah. I couldn't see it then, but I see it now, and I'm so grateful that he was there for me and that I had that ability to remain and just trust him for it. And Well, I've been encouraged by your stories, Janelle, for sure, is my takeaway. And, and from the stories of a couple of listeners, both Tanya and Amanda, who called in with their words to share Uh, their word and and their why behind the words. And, you know, just, again, very uh, words that are on the offense, just really words that are actionable in in big ways. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, every word can be actionable in some way, shape, or form, but uh, just words that people just want to take back their life again after kind of living in a blur for the past couple of years. Let's admit it. Just want to come out of the fog and just live life to the full, just like Jesus commanded us to Mm -hmm. in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And and you can do that too by choosing a word of the year, whatever that is. If it's more in the spiritual realm, maybe it's more goal-oriented that you feel like maybe your career is going a certain way. Uh, They can go hand in hand. So, but if you have a word that you've seen a lot lately, pay attention, mm-hmm. be very mindful, because that could be God telling you what your word is this year. So we hope you join us in, in this process, and we'll be talking about it off and on throughout the, the year about how God is showing us different things, and I'm excited about it. I am too, because that's good accountability, right? Yes. <laughs> that we're paying attention. Absolutely. And. Yeah. And we would love, again, as Janelle said during our last segment, we would love to hear from you. Maybe tell us what your word is and and why you chose that word. Tell us that this is your first experience and and you were encouraged because it will encourage us. You can always email us at womenofgraceinthemarketplace at gmail.com. Our podcasts are available uh, after we're on the air at talkyuri.com, usually, usually the week after on Spotify and Google, on our website, wovenbooks.com. 
And we also post it on Facebook. So we can you can find us on Facebook at Women of Race in the Marketplace. So thank you again for joining us and we will see you next time. Catch all the Women of Grace in the Marketplace podcasts anywhere at any time on wovenbooks.com. 